0: Powder. 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 Welcome to Your Inner Child as an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and see if they're any good. My name is DJ. This is Damon. Hi, hi, I'm Damon. Welcome to the Powder Podcast. <laughs> A podcast where we only speak about powder—just baby
1: powder, yeah, uh-huh. powdered milk, gunpowder, gunpowder. Thank you, China, mm-hmm. medieval China, um, and of course the 1995 dr- comedy. <laughs> no powder action thriller Ooh, or, or- se-
0: sexual thriller powder. What's this like sci-fi. Is it shitty sci fi? Not, not like it just has like sci-fi an element of sci fi
1: to start it, and then it's like it's on its own, right? It's like
0: maudlin sci fi, I guess.
1: <laughs> my favorite genre. Uh, That's how Star Wars started out. It was just really, really honed in <laughs> on like Luke and Darth Vader really trying to reform their relationship. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this goes on for three more movies.
0: Uh, John Williams' original score was all flute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know why. Really Jethro Tull influenced.
0: Um so this is we're continuing our twin movie exploration.
1: Twovies.
0: And this one is a I feel like uh Do you think
1: we can make it the year of the Twovies? Yeah.
0: I mean <laughs> I like that
1: enthusiasm. We don't release yeah. we don't release
0: that many episodes. So. And we
1: can fucking do it.
0: <laughs> we can do whatever we want. I don't give a shit. Uh the other one being Phenomenon released the same year. And uh, also about a uh, white guy.
1: with powers. Not as white, though. Not in his defense. Not yes. as white. Less white, more chin. True. Yes. More the jowl. man's got chins So who is? I, I
0: remember this being like a, a thing I was kind of into, like the idea of. And then going to see the movie. And I don't know if this was the first time, but this is definitely a time I remember going to a movie that I was excited about and immediately being like, what are we doing? <laughs> Why have I come? Because it was just like, I liken it to when I took astronomy class, I was really excited about astronomy astronomy class. and and, and the end of, towards the end of high school, at our high school, you could take electives, so I took astronomy because I was like really excited about the stars. I they can't hold you back. about that. And then immediately it was like, "Oh, this is all math.
1: <laughs> that's how I, I feel about biology class i, I like, have I'm to leave learn about animals now <laughs> <laughs> i was just like uh, i get to learn about animals and then it's like you're just dealing with cells for like half the semester and you're like, like oh for fuck's sake stereotype when are, when are we i get it the anaphase but when are we getting to like eagles man <laughs> i love the eagles man <laughs> i was just a big philadelphia fan yeah Um, I actually have a similar, sorry, (laughs) don't mean to yell, but I'm passionate about movies. Uh, I have a similar feeling towards this movie. I don't know if they maybe advertised it during like kids viewing times, but I also like saw the commercials for this movie and was really excited to see it. But in a way that maybe a 14-year-old kid or a 13-year-old kid would be, I was hampered by the fact that I had no ability to get to the theater on my own. <laughs> so I never saw this movie. Oh. And I've only seen maybe like a third of it. On t- I caught it on TV. Okay. Uh, like somewhat recently within the past year. Um, and, you know, the feeling when I was watching was like, wow, I really dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so... As I so we're both really excited to see This is is what I'm I'm feeling. I'm
0: hoping to be pleasantly surprised, although your recent (laughs) viewings are not helping me.
1: It just feels really, I mean, maudlin was a good adjective earlier. It just feels like have you ever had someone who's starting screenwriting (laughs) tell you what their screenplay's about, (laughs) and you just more than anything want to take a gun into your mouth (laughs) because it's the worst? More than anything, I want you to stop saying what you're saying. (laughs) And they're like, do you get the metaphors? I'm like, yeah, they're barely metaphors. They're just like fours. Is this, are they going to use, I know they do
0: in Phenomenon, but are they going to use the 10% of your brain thing in this too? Oh, that myth. I'm
1: sure they will. Um, But he's also super white. Yeah, he's albino maybe. And he can feel things that we can't feel. Mm. Yeah, think about it. I think he also gets, like, beaten by a bunch of jerks. Sure. Like, in the skew. That
0: happened in every movie that came out in 1995. That
1: was a big 95 thing. That was when bullying was at its peak. And then, you know, as we all know, tapered off. Yeah. We are (laughs) post-bullying. Yeah, I'm not holding out hope. I think this is going to be a bad movie. And the fact that it's come out in the recent years that the director is, like, a child rapist isn't going to help matters. Who's the director? This isn't, no one, no one we know. But this isn't going to be like an Annie Hall thing where it's like, I'm just going to enjoy my movie. No, I think it's just going to tank the whole thing. You can still get through Annie Hall?
0: I haven't watched it since, you know. Oh yeah, Victor Salva.
1: <laughs> Big Salva head until You know until where recently. I recognize his name from? Articles about how he's a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. That's where most people recognize his name from.
0: Yes, that's a real shame for
1: his victims. I don't give a fuck about him. Yeah, fuck off, Powder.
0: Um, okay, well, we're going to watch Powder, uh, the movie. We're not going to just, like, watch a pile of cocaine. Um, <laughs> watch some fresh snow.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, going down the Powder. going to go aggro on the Powder <laughs> Slopes. and I don't know. Um, whatever. As of right
0: now, as of March 2018, it's on...
1: Amazon. Amazon.
0: So that's where we're gonna watch
1: it uh, for we'll rental and purchase. We're gonna be. Why back you in start a... out with renting? Just yeah, maybe we don't commit to the full buy. Just try the three ninety nine for a minute and see how that feels. <laughs> then maybe move
0: the on HD. All right, we'll be who's back in, in two this? minutes.
1: Wait, sorry, oh, who's in this? Mary
0: Steenburge. I like her or Maury Steenburge, as I almost <laughs> just Maury. said. <laughs> uh, Maury. Maury, get in here. To a brother. Um, that's all I saw. I saw that on Amazon. I did not remember that.
1: Oh, um, okay. And, of course, Powder, who I assume is like uh, <gasps> like the guy who played Nosferatu, and it's like Max Shrek, and we never saw or heard from him again. Jeff Goldblum's in this. Ah, 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 yes, the Powder. <laughs>
0: uh, powder uh, finds <laughs> a way. <laughs> all
1: dumb, right. What a dumb thing to say. <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes.
0: You know I enjoy doing this podcast Do you? But I don't work for cheap Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. This podcast is brought to you by Jet Sonic Sirens (laughs) Filson Outdoor Wear Mm -hmm. And Patreon Patreon.com Slash your inner child is an idiot It's where you can become a patron of this podcast You can help us
1: create Damon I'm beseeching you I don't know how to respond to beseechment. <laughs> how so, does one? Do I just? I mean, I know to silently nod. I'll tell you how to do it. Thank you. Get on your computational
0: device, mm-hmm. your cellular telephone, yeah. or your tablet of choice. <laughs> you type on over to patreon.com, p a t r e o n now, now c- hold on commercial slash your shadows and eat and you become a patron one dollar per episode twenty dollars backslash per episode, or a whatever you want it's. The one that you see the
1: most. It's that one. Front slash. Always use front slash. Now by tablet. Stone tablets from Yahweh given to me on high? Cuneiform. Bring it on. Ooh, nice. I like that. Bring it up. Sumerians. Bring it on, you
0: Sumerian son of a bitch. (laughs) Tigers, Euphrates. I don't give a shit. Just become a patron. Fertile Crescent of
1: internet Content. I feel like we're going all over the place That's what this is. Sumerians, I don't Think we're technically in the Fertile Crescent No? So you've exposed yourself As a know-nothing. Damn it, really? Just turn, cut, cut, cut his mic (laughs) Greg, cut his mic (laughs) You can't cut my mic! Cut! Continue cutting
0: it Patreon.com slash JunoChannelCity like ancient Sumerians,
1: right? Yeah, Sumerian Empire, probably can type in. Sumer. (laughs) That's a good one.
0: Oh, oh, what? It was the southernmost region of ancient Mesopotamia, modern day Iraq, and Kuwait. That's not the Fertile Crescent.
1: Yeah, it is. No, it ain't.
0: Hold on. Fertile Crescent.
1: Is right there. I need some modern boundaries here. Yeah, no, I, yeah I don't know where that is. I'm that- an American. I need some yeah, lines. Yeah, I mean, let's look. Just, look what's look. that? Tigris? Euphrates? Oh, that's Iraq. That's solid Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. Fine.
0: Fuck you. You can re-edit it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna re-edit it where I'm really confident. And then instead, <laughs> of, instead of backing down, I, I stick to my guns.
1: Welcome back. Uh, we have we been just, powdered. Yeah, we have just been. Man, you know that feeling when you've had a good workout of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't know what to this say. is.
0: You know how in the in the nineties, um, you know, um, Kurt Cobain left us too soon, but you you kind of wanted to see the other lead singers of the other grunge bands fight. This is about <laughs> as close as we're ever going to get because at their peak, we get. Billy Corgan, the star of this movie, fighting Eddie Vedder, the bully of this movie. And uh, it's it's
1: really satisfying in a lot of ways. I felt good. Yeah. I felt good that, you know, Eddie Vedder almost died. And, true to life, no one really liked Billy Corgan all that much. (laughs) They were afraid of him. Yeah, his powers. This movie would totally be written by Billy Corgan. Because in spite of his rage okay still just
0: a rat in a cage a little rat not a literary rat
1: (laughs) i don't know why i couldn't
0: not a literary rat (laughs) a figurative rat damon recap this movie for me dj
1: i'd be happy to (laughs) powder is a great movie um it's the story it's a story as old as time. It's a story about an electrical conductor, albino psychic genius, telepathic magnet, <laughs> whose dad dies, or grandpa dies. I wasn't sure who died. This is grandpa. Mary Burchin comes to get him. She works at a... I'm sorry, it's Mari's. <laughs> she works at... Place. Just edit something in there later when you look it up. A boy's home, I guess? She comes with the sheriff... Sheriff Paul Hogan. Lance Hendrickson. Yes. And uh, they take him to a place Mm -hmm. where he's bullied. Mm -hmm. They find out he's a genius. Mm -hmm. Let him go to school. Jeff Goldblum declares him... Beyond human. A human electrolysis machine. He does actually say that. Uh, and then you know, a lot happens, a lot of great plot points happen. Uh, ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. And then, uh, he kisses a girl at a fair, her dad gets mad, uh, he decides he's gonna skip town, and he starts cruising guys at a basketball game. The very bullies that bullied him. They decide to strip off his clothes, push him in the mud, lightning storm comes. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to be here anymore. The one, one kid gets electrocuted or something. Eddie Vedder. He resurrects Eddie Vedder. Uh, he runs back to his grandpa's home, Mary Steenburgen, Lance Hendrickson, and Grumpy Deputy, and Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Uh,
0: Um, they all meet up with
1: him there and they're like oh no Powder what are you doing and Powder's like I'm gonna run in this field and then Powder gets electrocuted by some lightning and he turns into balls of energy and he just sort of like and then they like are cry smiling at the sky and then the credits roll Yeah. and then you you said what (laughs) and I said what the fuck (laughs) and then the movie ended yeah, they
0: all did the. Uh, so he gets lightninged into the sky, and then they all did the.
1: Yeah, I've really learned a lot this week.
0: Yeah, to like really sum up this movie, you just gave an excellent recap. Thank I'm not, you. I'm not trying to redo it. I just. Wanna, I
1: mean, it seems like you asked me to do something, and now you're just coming in to be like, "Let me show you how you could have done." No, it. I'm just. I just
0: want to condense how. No,
1: I'm listening.
0: How stupid this movie is. <laughs>
1: okay, they discover this child. This teen, teenager, teenager or thirty year old man? He's a teenager. His uh, crow's feet didn't say that. <laughs> well, they were caked with makeup. <laughs> That's fair. No teenager
0: <laughs> could withstand that. Um, they find this teenager. They take. They put him in a group home, and then a school. Uh huh. He displays some gifts and abilities. He takes an IQ. All of them. Name a gift. He's got it. He takes an IQ test as well. Does extraordinarily well. And then he's struck by lightning, and dies? Question mark.
1: That's the film. Turns into energy. I'm actually getting angrier as I'm sitting here. But go ahead.
0: Let's. Before we get into this, do we need to talk about Victor Salva more? To get it out of the way. No,
1: he's a child molester and a creep, and should be, you know, put in jail. Yeah,
0: and apparently that was he was outed. It happened in the incident that uh, that he was um, uh, accused of uh, happened in like 1988 on a film, but it came out during the production of this film. Uh huh. And apparently that was a big thing because everybody was like already. Well, you looked
1: it up. You investigated. Well, a
0: little bit, a very, very little bit. Um, you took the mystery machine down. The Hall of Records. And so I guess a lot of the, the cast and crew were like, um, I guess we'll just finish this. <laughs> and then they just finished the movie. Yeah. And then the movie did it fairly well. Like and at the I box
1: appreciate office. that they were like, you know what? I know you're possibly the biggest monster I've ever met in my life. But you know what? I made a commitment. And to I powder. Just, I just got to help
0: you see this vision through. And aren't we all glad they did? immediately and i think our expectations going into this were not high as we spoke of i was hoping to be pleasantly surprised and you were you knew that you weren't going to be and there's a thing that happens where and it happens in a lot of really good movies where the director and everyone involved has a very clear vision for how they want the movie to feel. They have a mood that's set by the music, the color scheme, everything. And when a movie tries to do that and doesn't, it's the most fucking obnoxious thing ever. And that's like from minute one of this movie, we're like, okay, all right. Just like the music is like, I'm going to make you think about stuff. And we're like, yeah, we'll see movie.
1: I wanted to say that the music swelled, but I mean that would that would assume that there was music before it that wasn't as loud and obnoxious <laughs> yeah. as the title card music. It just like comes in like full strings, full brass, just like this is a movie about stuff. And here it is. and I'm like, I haven't seen this movie yet. Yeah, you just fucking sh- calm down for a minute and I'll what? make my own opinions about powder. It was almost parenthesis like, nineteen ninety five.
0: Like if the, like you can see that it's funny to to see it work or not work at all. When I've seen it, like we, the the movie that I thought of for some reason, just because like the sort of like um, is um, Shawshank Redemption. Just because it has like from the very beginning, it sets a tone. A movie and Shawshank Redemption is a movie I like very much, and I think a lot of people do. I'm not not everybody does, and that's fine. But like people
1: who vote on IMDb certainly do.
0: Yeah, and it's a movie that. It's on TNT right now, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure you can watch it. Uh, but it's the same thing where like the music and the way it's shot and it's an era, it's a in more of a, it's in a, what's it called? A period, it's a period piece. Sure. Um, so that's a little bit different. But from the minute it starts, you're like, you're, if you weren't into that, you'd be like, oh, fuck you. But if you're into it, it's really great. It's a
1: movie that like immediately sucks you into the world and you're like, you're in it. I mean, that's one of the first rules of editing. It's just like, you know, setting a mood for what your movie's going to be. Yeah. Um, And this movie just was already ham-fisted at the beginning. Just like, oh, here it comes. Get ready to have your mind blown. And I'm like, all right, cool it. Well, and it's like, so we just
0: watched Armageddon, right? And Armageddon blows up the title. Now, as stupid as that was... It did very much prepare you for the movie that was coming. I knew what I was getting. Yeah. So if they had like... I'm trying
1: to think if they struck the logo of the movie with lightning, maybe? We would have been like, okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, also, I would point out maybe this movie didn't fail. Because what are we saying about this movie is um, it was very ostentatious. But, I mean, the title cards were all in fucking Times New Roman in the end. So it's like... (laughs) Fuck you, you're not doing anything that special, but it's like Wah! Yeah. Not as uh like Liza Minnelli as I just did, but you get the idea. It was just <laughs> like very like ooh, uh, here we go. This is about to change your life. Uh Times New Roman, I don't know. I don't Fucking know.
0: brass, just I don't care. Leave the leave the default. It's fine. <laughs> I like that you just kind of like Joker man. You did like Liza Minnelli singing the Inception score? <laughs> I buy that album. Hans Zimmer, Liza <laughs> Minelli does Zimmer. I like it. Um, yeah, it was like it was like it was setting up. Now I don't want to sp- spend any more time on this. I'm just gonna. I'll shut up after this. But uh, and you just do the rest of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like it was setting it up like we knew who this was. Like it was a comic book character that already existed, or like a, a,
1: a, a biopic yeah. of uh, the man we all know as Powder. You know, Jeremy Powder powellerson
0: <laughs> he had a name in the movie yeah what was his last name Reed. me
1: read read um anyway moving on from that go ahead yeah uh usually what we try and do is like things we liked about the movie or things we stood out let me i'm just going over my notes real quick
0: yeah why don't you just collect your positive thoughts real quick
1: yeah let me. Well, that I already sort of said. Cross that out.
0: I'll just listen to you thumb through your pages and pages of
1: and excellent sound effects
0: of... work. Yeah. <laughs> now you just you just drew a flip book. <laughs> I
1: was the the spaceman eats the alien at the yeah. end. That's the twist. Do didn't you think the alien's that. gonna? But the spaceman is the didn't expect it. Oh, my God. Well, that's about all I liked. Let's get on to the things I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, First off, this whole thing is... This whole movie is what I would call woo-woo. Yes. Which is just like spiritual, like non-religious spirituality. And the whole movie... I mean, this, this usually would be like what our uh, patron, Jeremy, would say is... The last thing I want to say is, or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember what he was. And another thing. Possibly complaining about. But uh, Powder is like, as obviously, like, clearly. This is a movie I would have written when I was 15 years old because I was bullied and made fun of because I was like queer and I know who James Buchanan was. Uh, <laughs> And this movie is obviously like and in the Moby same vein just <laughs> and I like had Melby Dick memorized and I had no body hair, yeah. which is actually kind, kind of true. Yeah. Um, but Powder is obviously a surrogate for the writer. And it's like in a way that's just like, I can't like, I mean, I'm sure almost, if not almost every movie has like some character that is a surrogate for the writer of the movie. Right but it's when the main character is the surrogate and he's just saying pseudo-intellectual things at everyone, and they're all like, wow, you're great and interesting. You're the most interesting person I've ever met in my life. And he's like, I'm just a ball of electricity and a pile of skin. (laughs) And they're like, wow, that's interesting, too. Let's get a shot of you walking on train tracks. (laughs) Um, That's all this movie is. It's just constant. I wrote down some of my favorite, and by favorite, I mean not that. lines uh grandma said it was god she said that the white fire was god what is he like speaking like is he english as a second one, second language like lightning you already fuck it's fucking lightning don't say white fire this isn't your fucking intro to poetry class fuck you <laughs> Oh and he says this like when he's talking to the redheaded girl who's who's also like wow you're interesting and like that's her, literally her whole purpose in the movie is to be like wow main character you're so interesting and then later our story won't get resolved because i just sort of disappear yeah. um, he asks her have you ever listened to people on the inside and then he's like you ever hear them think from places they didn't know they think from What the fuck are you talking about, movie? And it's just like, it's obviously like someone had a thesaurus next to them, like, let me not use the word that people associate with lightning, and instead call it white fire, because that'll make me sound really smart. It's a dumb person trying to write a smart person, and it's embarrassing, and makes whoever wrote this piece of shit look worse in the end.
0: You know who wrote this piece of shit?
1: Oh my god, it was my dad. Picked yourself? Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. Fuck! Exactly. Don't fuck that guy. No. Yeah. Also, James
0: Buchanan was the 15th president of the United States. Fuck you, bullies. Yeah. Read a book. He
1: was our oh, only read, bachelor. He was our only now bachelor I'm, president. Look it up. Bully.
0: Yeah, bachelor. We all know what that means.
1: Also- That's my James Buchanan impression. Ooh welcome to the white house <laughs> exit stage left even meet my good friend Stephen.
0: <laughs> he's my butler um also uh, distantly related to me is he and also one of the worst presidents
1: i mean he did lead to the civil war but hey who knows what the future might bring yeah.
0: i do like that his legacy is like
1: eh, i can wait <laughs> let the other guy <laughs> handle it
0: Um, in this movie, we get a classic, everybody remembers this, not just from movies of the eighties and nineties, but from our own school and home for boys experience (laughs) when the bullies come up and they make you put a spoon on your nose on the first day in the cafeteria. I hate
1: that day. Put a spoon on your nose or in your butt. Well, describe the scene. What, what, uh. What happens to Lil Powder?
0: Well, Powder's just you know, Powder he's Babies, alone, minding his own fucking business, eating his mashed potatoes, thinking the deepest motherfucking thoughts that you can imagine, that you can't even imagine. Wow, because your brain is fucking tiny. Damon. I was just reminded how interesting Powder is. You are thinking about some fucking U.S. president who sucked, by the way. <laughs> powder is <powder's laughs> there. Th- Powder's thinking about presidents in alternate universes of countries that don't exist in this universe. That's how deep it is. You don't even know.
1: Like Wakanda? Like, what are you talking about?
0: Yes, he's thinking of (laughs) (laughs) T'Challa. So So, Powder's powder's
1: eating mashed potatoes because that's all they serve at this this home for boys. A tray full of mashed potatoes from what I can gather. mashed potatoes at this school. Not a school. Home, I guess. Although in your defense, and I rarely come to your defense, <laughs> it's true. This movie is not clear on what it is. They're yeah. just like, here's a brick building and here's a bunch of teenagers, like movie teenagers, which yeah. means like 25-year-olds. Um, it's like a home for troubled youths, but not a home, like a, a school? home for troubled bros is yeah. what it seems like. Um, they're all in the same gang, it feels like. They're just like all everyone's in a gang, and yeah. then the one guy with a bald head comes in, they're like, Finally we have someone to pick on since yeah. we're all in the same clique together.
0: Yeah. But he's and, eating his potatoes alone. And they all come over and then Eddie Vetter is like He starts harassing him. He's like A very R laden harassment. Yeah. He's just like, Hey, I see you there drawing pictures of mountain tops. with you on top. <laughs>
1: lemon yellow sun.
0: Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. I, I arms,
1: arms raised in the air. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: understand every third word that he says. So. <laughs> um, he basically, he harasses him, but then is like, listen, you know, it's your first day. You know what you got to do. Show him, Mitch. And then Mitch. Sure. Presumably. <sighs> Breathes on a spoon and puts it on his nose, which is the fucking third greatest thing. Not third greatest, the third greatest <laughs> thing that a school for boys. Little has did ever I done.
1: know, now that I'm looking back on my own memories, that my Uncle Dave was hazing me for <laughs> the the home for boys that apparently we both lived in, since he also taught me how to put a spoon on my nose. Really weird. And then of you course, have to put it on your nose or up your butt. Which yeah. is like, I mean, I'll, I'll do it up my nose. I mean, putting it on your nose is not. That's not a. I mean, I know it's not. I mean, no one's going to choose up their butt, but yeah, you're not supposed like to usually you're like, ah, oh, you got to chug this beer. We'll kick your ass. Like it's like some sort of like threat. Like a yeah. nose on the spoon is not a threat.
0: Yeah. Well, and then of course,
1: God, this movie sucks.
0: He instead makes a a uh, tower of mashed potato using spoons powers. He has well, it's telekinesis, man. It's
1: telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> Mind sure. bullets. Is that what it is? I mean, yeah. he rubs the spoon.
0: I think that's that. So he rubs the spoon and I don't understand that. Cause that's like, it's, it's making it like do this ee- like really loud thing. And it seems like, Oh, well, I couldn't tell if that was the soundtrack or if that was happening in universe. I think that was in-universe, so I don't know what power that is. Was
1: that is. canon? Is that from, like... Is you that you the powder canon? Yeah. The overall in, yeah. powder canon? It's in the canon... The, Not in the, like, the, the comic books they put on Lucky Charms when they were selling, you no. know, powder is the extended. It's the
0: extended powder universe, but it's still considered canon. So, I don't know what power, power that is, but he then makes all the spoons collect... Dripping mashed potatoes in a big because everyone's lot. eating mashed potatoes. And then he makes one dance, and they're all freaked out. And what? I
1: just wanted one at the top that just had a, like a little bit of like steak in the yeah. in the the fork. No, this is. But no, that's not what happened.
0: Well, you, I, I, I know from every production of Oliver and every point Pink Floyd song I've ever listened to that you just get gruel at these houses.
1: Well, I also know that you can't have any pudding unless you finish your steak. Neat. Or is the other, Yeah, sorry. Meat. How, how could you have any
0: pudding if you don't eat your meat?
1: It's not fucking possible!
0: Uh, Powder gets new contacts so that... The they don't ac- have to pay for the pink so The contacts. actor doesn't have to wear contacts, which
1: is nice. Um... I thought the same. I was like, oh, this is just a trick. That's fine. I don't, that, that's fine. I mean, yeah, it was fine, but it's like it's still a point against you. If you're overall, if the movie sucks, that counts as a point against you. But if the movie was fine, I'll let it slide. Right.
0: It's just like we've got a scroll that rolls out the door of problems with this movie. And this one is like way yeah. on the list. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go fetch the end of the scroll. <laughs> um, but we were just yelling at the screen a lot. And especially in the first act of be like, he's just a pale kid. Like he's just like he looks like
1: any sort of hipster that's ever like there were. He doesn't even look that remarkably pale. No, he. I mean, he's first of all. I mean, I'll buy it within the movie, but like, it's not like he's got like horns coming out of him. Yeah. First of all, albino
0: people exist, and they live perfectly fine lives. I'm sure it's very hard for them, and like they do get weird looks. I'm sure. I I don't mean to like denigrate their experience. Sure. But at the same time, it's like. This town has had an albino person in it before, I guarantee you. Cuz it's like a it's like a small city. It's got
1: like, you know, was a 12 population 12,000. 12,000 Wheaton city. Um it made me th- makes me think of like how twins are portrayed in movies. Like I have creepy. two cousins that are twins. Yeah. And Whenever I see twins in movies, I'm like, "Have you not met twins? Like they're always like talking in weird languages, being yeah. creepy, standing at the end of hallways, chasing Lawrence Fishburne down a highway to get a key. Like it's <laughs> just like they're guys. We've chasing- all met twins. It's not like it's not like a chimera or something. It's yeah. not you know like a brontosaurus. It's a thing that you see often. <laughs> it's not like all mind blowing." yeah so like this movie's treatment of like albinism is just like i know that i don't know it was just very weird it was yeah and uh, obviously he isn't just he isn't just that but like that's the first thing they're like he ain't like anything you've ever seen before yeah i'm like you mean an albino i go to the mall sometime yeah (laughs) not in a weird way i'm just saying yeah, Go sell- to a place where a lot of people are. You'll Wait. eventually see some with albinism. Yeah, they sell them at the mall. <gasps> grab you an albino. Grab two. Um,
0: grab you those albino twins over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they have magical
0: powers. Um, Towards the end of the first act, though, oh. we do get Goldblum. Goldblum blesses us with his presence.
1: He, you know, and
0: I love tickles j- me. I, love, to quote I Goldblum love Goldblum in this movie. He tickles me.
1: Uh, I love him. The world loves him. We're all very charmed. We all saw Thor Ragnarok, and he's doing his damnedest. He's gold blooming the shit out of this script. He's, do- I mean, he's not he's not 2018 gold blooming the shit out of this script. Yeah, but he's you know he's doing his best. I think he is like. He did everything he possibly could with what he was. Doing. He's smirking, he's stammering, he's looking off camera in a weird way. Yeah. He's doing this thing, but I mean it, he's still like in what do you think like four or five scenes? Yeah. Fairly briefly. Yeah, not very much. The movie doesn't I don't know if they knew what they got with him. Uh he's the only like borderline charming character and I wouldn't even like yeah. I mean, it I if I had have to grade him on a curve to yes. count him as charming.
0: He's got a lot of carryover charm just because from what, other movies he's been in. Yeah. Um, just being Jeff Goldblum.
1: And I and part of me thinks like I might be like judging him too uh positively based on my knowledge of what is to come right. with Jeff Goldblum. Yes. But like think about the characters we have in this movie. This is another like everyone feels like the same shade of gray. Mm. Like uh you mean super Steen-
0: complicated and really nuanced. no No!
1: Oh. Uh, Mary Steenburgen is just like, disappointed teacher lady. We've got Lance Hendrickson, morning sheriff guy. We've got the deputy, who's sort of like a frustrated white guy. We've got bullies, who are kind of angry. Powder, who is just generally despondent and taciturn. Like, everyone is like the same, like... Mm-hmm. This whole movie is just gray and depressing, like you re- no like light.
0: I think you might have you might have had a movie here with a rewrite, like you could have like w- like the the idea in and of itself is not revolutionary, but I think anything like if you have interesting characters is interesting, like sure, they just weren't none of them were interesting. yeah Goldblum is an interesting actor, right, and so it was like and the other like there was not any egregiously bad acting, I didn't think. Uh, like there was some aggressively mediocre, maybe acting, but like nothing was like, oh, she's. I don't really think fucking anyone was up. bad. No, no, but like, you know, Mary, uh, what's how do you say her name? I always forget. Steen Burgeon. It. yeah, is not. Uh, she's no Meryl, right? Uh, sure, I, I, yeah, I'll grant you that. But it wasn't I, like I don't blame her for the, for this movie. I don't even blame uh, uh, Jeremy, our patron Jeremy Palin who played Powder. I <laughs> don't blame him. Uh-huh. But this the script is so atrocious. I mean, it's it's like the it, you you described it perfectly in that it's like it was like he finished a screenwriting class and this was the project that was like his final grade.
1: Well, I feel like anytime the movie is basically the main character's uh point of view doesn't change, but everyone else who comes into contact with him, their point of view changes. I'm like, stay away. It's like fucking plutonium. Like steer clear for fifty years at least. Because it's just it's just obviously like masturbation. Well that's what like um at one point I wrote, Do we like powder? Like we as the audience, do we like him? I would never want to hang out with him. He just seems like one of those bros who's just like, oh man, I just finished my philosophy midterm and i've got some stuff to tell you yeah he
0: seems a little insufferable like you Ah, understand you understand why he's troubled and you understand that he has this like you know these powers and this like deep knowledge this this understanding of the world that other people don't but he's not really depicted in the way that you would expect where he's like kind of got like a childlike you know, acceptance of other people or understanding of other people or in a way that like Spielberg would have played it or something where it's like, like, which could have been cheesy in its own way, but like, it was. It's not played for that at all. He's played in like, he's just really despondent,
1: which is understandable, but it's not very likable. Right, it's because like, he's a metaphor rather than an actual character. He's not right. supposed to be like, oh, what if someone who was a genius was cut off from society his entire life? The movie's not actually interested in that. It just wants to have a fully grown adult who can comment on everything that the screenwriter has a problem with in society. And even... Actually, I take that back. He doesn't even have any point of view that actually bears any uh, weight on my life. He's just like, "Oh wow, we're all connected," and everyone around him goes, "Oh my god, I never thought of that." I'm like, "You never fucking thought of that? You never read the back of a Diet Coke can or something?" <laughs> this Fuck was the off. '90s; they hadn't started doing that <laughs> gourmet chips. weren't telling us that yeah. we were all
0: one yet. Um, th- the, one of the displays of powder's power um, Powder's
1: power powder's power powder's power
0: power's booth's power.
1: I thought for a minute the the mean uh father of the redhead was yeah. power's booth, but he wasn't he wasn't he was just a grumpy old man
0: <laughs> um there's like a so they sent so he goes back to the boy's home at some point and then they go on like a. Camping retreat.
1: Oh, this is it's another confusing pretty poorly thing. explained. Um, and then. Because the deputy's there, and I'm like, what is your connection to the boys' home? Yeah, the, the deputy and the sheriff are both there. Oh, yeah. There.
0: True. And so I guess they're just there to supervise. And then the sheriff goes somewhere, and then um, there's like a secret deer hunt. So Powder's out chilling with newts. He's got power over newt gingrich yeah over (laughs) salamanders and like he's the contract for america was all powders idea (laughs) and then uh eddie vetter shows up and he's got a gun and he points at a powder but then it's like oh we're hunting and then but they don't explain that you're like why does this kid have a gun yeah and then deputy mike huckabee has shot a deer and then you know powder's upset so he's anti-hunting which is fair, and he makes Deputy Mike Huckabee feel what the deer is feeling, and that is very traumatizing, as you can imagine. He's like, oh, I didn't realize that this animal I shot would be upset about that!
1: (laughs) Even I, and I am a bleeding-heart liberal, if I could go back in time, I'd be like, hey, guys, that Second Amendment, could you actually clarify what you're actually (laughs) fucking talk about here? Can we talk Um, about this? But, Like, even I was like, all right, that's enough. It was just such, like, a blatant, like, I don't know. It just, it wasn't trying to, like, take the perspective of someone who might enjoy hunting and sportsman-like things. It was just like, oh, aren't they the worst? Here, if only they could feel. It was just like, yeah, I mean, I guess what you said was exactly right. It was was like, yeah, hunters know that they're killing something. They're not fucking morons. Yeah. They just enjoy doing that. Anyone that's not a psychopath,
0: like does, like incapable of having the emotions like that,
1: or 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 understanding that it might occur in somebody else. But again, Powder's just like a surrogate for the screenwriter, yeah. so he's just like, oh, he probably just doesn't understand that deers feel pain too. Here, oh, I fixed him of his hunting disease. <laughs> Fuck you, movie! Don't make me take the take the side of gun
0: owners. I wrote here, tell me more about your sex life, Mr. Goldblum. <laughs> that's a very, there's a very awkward scene with Goldblum and, and Powder where... All scenes with Powder are uncomfortable. Yes, that's true. It's not quite Nell
1: <laughs> level of uncomfortableness for me, but it was, it was close. Guys, I can't recommend Strongly Enough. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show, but I can't recommend Strongly Enough. Not the movie Nell. Don't get me Jody wrong. Foster. Not the movie now. Watching DJ watch now is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It's a very uncomfortable movie. He's very uncomfortable, and you can watch him squirm, and he sort of flinches at times. (laughs) It's great. It's great. Can't Uh, recommend it highly enough. uh, All right, all right, all right. Um,
0: Okay, so the sheriff... We have to talk a little bit about the sheriff of this movie. (laughs) Sheriff Paul Hogan has Uh a... It's like ripped from Green Mile, or actually maybe Green Mile ripped this from...
1: Oh, you forgot to look uh, up the date of the novel Green Mile. Green Mile was released in 96, so it was a year after this. The movie or the novel? The novel. Oh. But Stephen King, you've got some questions to answer from Victor Salva. So, the sheriff's wife is in some sort of coma, like a... Medically induced coma. We're I not think sure. the best phrasing was some sort of coma it's because she needs no medical equipment. Yeah. She just lies in bed. And occasionally you give her some ice. Yeah. And so that's his story. Or
0: his like depth is that he's coming home and taking care of his uh, ailing wife. And there's some sort of weird nurse character that's around. But anyway, um, but at some point, Powder comes to the sheriff's house and doesn't heal her like in the Green Mile, but he does tell the sheriff what what she's thinking and feeling and basically she's like you need to make up with our son so i can die yeah and he found their old wedding ring or whatever but
1: uh and the crazy nurse calls the son luckily so we don't have to waste any more time uh she calls him right when powder's doing his magic yeah jujitsu and
0: the son looks like emilio (laughs) esteves and daniel radcliffe had a son So
1: that's nice. That's nice to see. I like that those two got together and gave birth and then raised their child in the 80s so that in the 90s he could be an actor in this movie you know sometimes the right people just get together you know and you're just like yeah you know what i never would have thought of you two together yeah. but now that i'm seeing it yeah of course emilio estevez and daniel radcliffe would be a couple <laughs> and somehow sire a child <laughs> and somehow travel backwards through time and somehow train it to be an actor to be in this movie yeah
0: it's like it's like uh It's like Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard, you know. Like they're like, I never would put you two together, but I'm for it. Good, you guys seem good together. And your daughter from now, who was
1: taken back in time and became Meg Ryan, is super charming. (laughs) I'm so happy that actors started giving birth and then taking their children back in time to raise them as other actors from the past. That's fun. I like that. Holly weird, I'll take it.
0: Um, just, (laughs) I don't know. Um, just going down the list here. My next, (laughs) my my next note says, this is a swing and a miss. (laughs) I don't know what I was talking about. The movie in general. I don't know what I was talking about, but I'm pretty sure it's just the movie in general.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you wrote it down in case you forgot that the movie wasn't very good. I can't wait for verdicts. Um, you got any, do you, I, just, I have I was, one more thing.
0: Okay. You want to wait till the end? No. You have, you have the best thing.
1: One more here. thing.
0: That's fine. It's I, actually
1: not the best thing. I have a couple more. Uh, I wasted my best loads earlier on.
0: Don't say some, loads.
1: Don't say, no. don't say loads. Go at on. some
0: point when um, Billy Corgan, our main <laughs> character, and B-52s, his love interest, are talking, he mentions like a perfect world with no sarcasm. Ugh. That sounds great. What kind of asshole is going to take sarcasm
1: away from me? It's my defense mechanism. It's all I have, Powder. Otherwise, I'm just talking earnestly while making eye contact. Fuck you.
0: Do you have any idea how hard it was to build this wall between me and my feelings? (laughs) Uh I wrote also for the ending. I assume I was writing. I wrote lightning. I guess.
1: <laughs> I really. That, so at the end, his hands turn into balls. Did you notice that? Yeah, they did. His head started glowing like. Wang, yeah. So that he's running through a field and he gets struck
0: by lightning, like it's a sustained lightning strike, and then it's like glowing all around him. And then, yeah, there's like balls of lightning on on the end of his arms, and then he just like disappears into the ether
1: like when praxis exploded in star trek six yeah i'm glad you got that reference i thought it was a bit obscure but now that i see the recognition in your eyes i know well
0: you it's funny you know for a fact that i've seen that movie because i know (laughs) that i watched all of them with you but i do not remember that at all
1: the klingon moon praxis and the klingon moon (laughs) um be my only. <laughs> I do. I mean that Powder! was also. Uh, <laughs> she also. We also get
0: Maury <laughs> Steinberg Maury gets yelled. You that, definitely
1: nailed. Fun. I like that you. I mean the uh, you are having the hardest part with the hardest part of her name. You're having <laughs> the most difficult time with the hardest part of her name, which is of course the name Mary. Uh, the lightning, though, at the end is a callback to Jeff Goldblum in class. He has a what did he call it? Okay. Jacob's ladder yeah. that sh- you know runs electricity and eventually electrocutes poor old Powder Pop yeah. um, uh, and lifts him off the ground yeah. because Powder can't have a scene where he's just like hanging out no. and he's just got to be miserable all the goddamn time. Um, mm. And uh, Jeff Goldblum gives what might be. And as a nerd who paid attention in school a lot, this offends me throughout movies... Because most of the time, teachers' lessons in, in movies are nonsense, but Jeff Goldblum gives the most nonsensical nonsense I've ever seen yeah. in a movie. It's just about energy, and it's like, no one could ever write notes on it. He's just like, oh, energy is the best, and electricity is energy, and we're made up of energy, and when we die, where does that energy go? And I'm like, oh, man, you're really just setting up whatever the climax of this <laughs> piece of shit is. Uh, and, uh, and that's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, wow. Ah. Uh, energy uh, uh. Energy, energy. He he does like. I never really
0: noticed that, or at least not put that fine a point on it. But they they do teachers in television or film classes. Classes on in television or film always do like they do like the most superficial first day of class, uh-huh. but just a general philosophy lesson. Like they're of the class, so they're like biology. It's not just animals. It's all because you're like, is this going to be on the
1: test? <laughs> I mean, we're six months in. Why are we just covering the definition of the title of the class?
0: now? Well, so what do we have to talk about like the allegory that's supposed to be going here. Is there anything like, is there, any, there's supposed to be something Jesusy here going. Oh on, right?
1: yeah. He's, he's here Jesus? to teach us. Yeah. He's fucking Jesus. Of course he's Jesus. But like. He got bullied. He got thrown in the mud at the end. He eventually has his arms out, running. They turn into balls. He gets shot by lightning. Yeah, fucking Bible 101. But it's pretty shitty, right? Like It's not a very
0: good... Yeah, I wouldn't want to hang out with Jesus. Well, It sounds like a snooze. No, no, no. no, That's not what I'm saying. Jesus seemed great. He seemed like Uh, a great guy.
1: Seems a bit of a mansplainer if you ask me. Jesus was such a fucking party animal
0: that they were like hey we have enough water for all these people to survive he's like
1: water fuck you we have wine, you fucking beta cucks here's some wine boom
0: fucking h2o cucks (laughs) all right uh you want to go to the verdict yep okay Well, the tension is building. <laughs> uh, what
1: will we think?
0: Drumroll, roll, please. Damon, what is your verdict?
1: Uh, I don't want to create a new tradition, oh. but standard is: if we like the movie, we say your inner child is not an idiot. Yeah. We don't like the movie, we say your inner child is an idiot. Yeah. I have a new category for this yeah. this is the first movie I think we've watched. I don't know if it's the worst movie we've watched. But it is the first movie we watched where I could have turned it off 10 minutes in and been like, I have no interest in what happens to any of these fuckers. Yeah. So I would say that my, my verdict on this movie is fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. Uh, I'm not only angry at the people who made this movie. I'm angry at 13 year old me who was like, I don't want to see that movie. Wrong. You're all Wrong. (laughs) fucking idiots what do you think i'm
0: angry at phenomenon for coming out in the same year <laughs> and, and we're gonna have to go through that and therefore making me watch this yeah your shot was an idiot i'm gonna stick with that i'm not gonna go to fuck you because i i remember what it was like to watch the never-ending story and
1: uh <laughs> oh i can't remember what i said about that one but i try, try you moon well, i can't remember what his mom's name was this yeah this is a very bad movie
0: uh i don't do not watch this if you no one cares no one's gonna be like no i love powder i don't think but i have a feeling someone's gonna fucking be like
1: i love powder that's and you know that's I, that's okay i don't want to take this away from you no i actually want you to stop <laughs> listening to our show you
0: hear me karen Karen, don't don't you don't say Karen. That's actually one of our. Oh patrons. wait, not Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, that's my mom. Don't use that oh, one. Wait, yeah, that's
1: a good one. Jacob, Philbert. No, wait, that's another one. <laughs> Philbert? Yeah, Dilbert. Dilbert. There you go. Stop listening, Dilbert. Yeah. Real person who exists mm-hmm. with your tie that curls up towards your mouth. We know. Get out of here. Oh, it's your penis. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> what is that tie supposed to mean? What is that? i don't know scott adams is like a trumper fuck that guy too
0: remember when he was just like a guy who wrote dilbert and then eventually it was like what the fuck
1: is going on well then he wrote the dilbert principle and then the dilbert future and then he like got a self-styled philosophy thing going on and then people started listening to him and i was like don't listen to him he's a cartoonist those people are the worst (laughs) Anyway, uh, check out my cartoon, uh, Drewfruitcomic.com. I also draw on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, I I remember one more thing. Oh, yeah. One positive thing about this movie. Yeah. Powder is stacked. He is
0: cut. In very good shape.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bully. Powder. Jeremy Reamer. You know who else is in good shape in this movie? Goldblum. Well, you know who else is in good shape? Huh. Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Maury. Maury. Maury, Maury I'm from the north, so I pronounce it Mary, but down here it's Maury.
0: What do you guys think? Give us a call, leave us a voicemail 615 576 0525. We'll play it on the show want us to uh you can send us an email you're in a childs an idiot at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at y-i-c-i-a-i you can find us on don't go to facebook you can uh <laughs> data mining you can uh find damon on twitter at Zaman damon zanth Damon danth uh that's he, what, one of those one
1: is a porn bot one is me you can either find way me you're on having twitter a great time
0: at dj phillips all i do is uh read and refresh on twitter and waste my life so don't follow me
1: oh it really got Haunting at the
0: end. I just feel like I got to find out what's going to happen in the news when, like, it any fucking matters. (laughs) Nothing matters.
1: Do I sound like powder right now? Yeah, total powder. But we're also all connected. Yeah. Um, So everything matters in a way.
0: We want to thank our patrons, uh, including Jacob Grimm. Jeremy Pallon. Joshua Nicholson. Karen Kurd, Larissa Maestro. Dan McIntyre. Ghost in the Burbs. And, of course... Jonathan Day. Thank you guys very much. If you want to be a patron like them, go to patreon.com slash idiot. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Thanks, guys! God-